Raider Nation, what is the deal? And welcome back to another episode of the Raiders Recap. In today's episode, we are going to be going over the keys to victory versus Denver. And before we start with anything, before we even get the intro started, I just want to say if you're having any mental health issues, if anything is going on mentally, seek some help, man. I mean, everybody can be of assistance to you, man. It does not matter who it is. I mean, just the smallest interaction with somebody can brighten somebody else's day. So if you're having mental health issues, please go ahead and talk to somebody, call somebody, do something before it gets too out of hand. That's all I want to say. And with that, let's get the intro started and let's get the show cracking. Turn up your volume because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. Raiders Recap. Jacobs with running room right up the middle. Jacobs is on his way. The Raiders are going to win this game. The sickest Las Vegas Raiders podcast. It's going to be sick. Sick, sick, sick. What is the deal, Raider Nation? Once again, it's another episode of the Raiders Recap. Make sure you're tapping on the like and subscribe button. Hit on the little notification bell so you get updated whenever we drop episodes. And we are back again with another quick episode on the keys to victory against Denver. Now, I know many of you thought I was probably going to talk about the whole Chandler Jones incident. I think that's been talked about enough. You know what I mean? Let's just hope he gets the help he needs and, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens from there. But there's still a game to be played in two days. So we have to think to ourselves, what are the keys? Now, I believe that the O-line and D-lines are the most important thing in this game, the important positions in this game, because they have to play a tremendous, tremendous game. One, on the offense side, the offense has to be able to create these run lanes for Josh Jacobs, because that opens up the rest of the offense, right? We already know that to, in order for us to be successful, it, it, you know, in part with this team right here, especially with this team right here, Josh Jacobs has to touch the rock, and he has to touch the rock a lot of times, a number of times. I, every time, if I'm not mistaken, every time he's gotten over 100 yards, we have won the game versus Denver, right? And I think there's maybe one outlier in there, but at the end of the day, he needs to have a good game. And yes, he's coming back. You know, we don't we don't know how fresh he'll feel once he really starts getting. I mean, he'll feel fresh, but at the end of the day, conditioned. How conditioned will he feel towards the weaning parts of the game because he hasn't been in there practicing getting game reps now? I mean, from everything he says and everything that the reporters are saying out of training camp, right, it's looking like he's good to go, looking like he's very conditioned, looking like his body's ready. He says he feels good. So if that's the case, he's got to be ready to tote the rock, and, and that's what we need from him because when he does that and the offensive line is being physical, opening up those holes, you already know what that allows for the play action with Jimmy G to get behind those linebackers and Devontae to kill you on the D routes or the, the, the sharp end routes that they love to run, you know, across the middle of the field. Kill the end. That allows us to take advantage of the seams as well. And that's where Michael Mayer is going to make his presence felt in the seams. And we know what Hunter Renfro does if he has that type of space. So it's, it's, the, the O-line being physical in the run game is going to just open up the rest of the offense. Now, of course, we know Denver is always going to be stingy, you know, when it comes to their pass defense. And, and that is where, you know, it scares me a little bit if they force us to be a pass-first team. We cannot be a pass-first team. As much as I think our weapons are good, it's just not our forte. 
right? It's not our forte to sit there and drop back, drop back, drop back. It's just not the type of team we are. So at the end of the day, we need to pound the rock because if we're forced to drop back, drop back, now it allows that pass rush with Frank Clark and Randy Gregory if he's playing. Don't get me wrong. I don't know if he's playing. But, you know, those two guys to be able to just tee in on, on you know, Jimmy G and, and the rest of the past game. So at the end of the day, I want – Denver loading up the box. You know what I mean? I want them to feel like they have to load up the box, us still be able to get some nice yards and still be able to play off of that, right? So the O-line is going to be very, very, very important in this game. Now, even more important than that O-line, you already know it's that D-line. Because of the situation that's going on right now, the D-line is now thin, right? We're, we're a, a minus one veteran. And that is the part that, you know, me personally – I was kind of happy with this year that we had Chandler Jones because then Tyree Wilson didn't need to be the guy. You get what I'm saying? Coming off that foot injury. He didn't need to be, okay, like you're in there and you're going to have to make an impact right away in every facet of the game. You feel what I'm saying? With Chandler there, he it out gives Tyree the ability to then come in, you know, in, in certain situational reps, right? And as the year increased, he would get a bigger and bigger role. Now the role has become more prominent. He has to do, he has to be able to play well in every facet on defense in the run game. And in the past game, he has to show flashes there. There is no excuses. And even more prevalent behind him is Malcolm Kuntz. Malcolm Kuntz needs to come up big in this game. And this is a guy ever since we got him, I, I personally, and I know many of y'all in Raider Nation have seen the potential, right? The potential is there. And what will it take for just that little bit of shit to unlock, right? What's it going to take? And I think that right there is what is, is probably the scariest part of this D-line is the unknown, right? The unknown of like, okay, what, what's going to happen once the game starts flying? Because one, we don't know what Tyree Wilson is yet. We saw a little bit versus, you know, Denver. But at the end of the day, I, am I confident against him and, and the Broncos O-line? Yes, because I don't think the Broncos O-line is that good, right? If you're telling me that Max gets to match, match up with McGlinchey, Mike McGlinchey, the whole game on the right side, and Garrett Bowles is there for Tyree Wilson, we're going to see how that works, right? But at the end of the day, um, the, I, I really, really want to see how that looks. Now, Malcolm Coons is going to come in. Tyree Wilson's going to get his, his, his reps and his time now. But Law Nichols is even more important now. He has to come up big. Jerry Tillery has to come up big, right? All these guys, Jordan Willis has to come up big. There's a lot of guys that now have to come up huge in this scenario, right? And that's the only thing, and that's the only thing that's scaring me is the unknown. Like I said, now the next key of this is the linebackers as well, right? The linebackers are going to be key. Because this game especially, it's, it's on the D-line first and foremost, but this game especially, since you don't have Chandler Jones and shit like that, I, I believe that Denver's going to come out here and run the ball. They're going to come out here and try to establish a physical run game presence. Why? Because they have a lot of injuries on the outside and the skill positions on the outside receiver. Now, Judy might play, right? But at the end of the day, even if he plays, he's hobbling. And, you know, you know. He don't strike fear into me, right? And at the end of the day, I don't think this is a type of offense where, you know, he's just going to let Russ sit back there and drop back, drop back either. You know what I mean? When Russell was at his most successful, 
they ran the ball first. All right, like in Seattle, they was running the ball. And I'm not saying Sean Payton going the same type of scheme, but when Russ is at his most successful is when the run game is successful, right? If the run game is not successful, yeah, he's cooked for a little bit. But I don't think Russ is getting back to that I'm cooking everybody type of phase. You know what I mean? I think he needs the run game at this point. And if he's uncomfortable, if you get him moving around and he don't know where to go with the ball, he's sporadic. So at the end of the day, you know, you have the linebackers need to fill these gaps in this game. Okay, Javante Williams cannot be allowed to sit there and gash the fuck out of us the whole game. And this is what kind of scared me because against the Rams, the starting D didn't look too good against the run, right? And I know Denver saw that. So I know that their plan of attack is going to come in here and say, all right, bro, we are going to run the ball to start this game off. Let's see what y'all do. And if they're able to run the game, I mean, if they're able to get the run game started, then Russell Wilson with that play action and that deep ball of his is going to start doing work. You know what I mean? And that's what we can't have happen. So linebackers are the second key to this game. They need to play well. We need to stop the run game. And that's, you know, in its totality, what Denver is going to do. They're going to come out here and try to make us a pass first team. And they're going to come out here and run the ball, control clock, and get that play action going. Kind of what what we're trying to do, right? Kind of what we're trying to do. But at the end of the day, you know, who's going to crack first? That's the thing. Who's going to get the most pressure on the quarterback? Who's going to keep their quarterback upright? And at the end of the day, which run game is going to get started? That's the next thing. Which run game is going to get started? I I really severely doubt that they're going to put the ball in Russell Wilson's hand a lot. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't see... I just don't see Denver's offense being successful with 30 to 40 plus pass attempts. You know what I mean? Like, it is, I don't think that's successful to me. They need the run game. And especially with them receivers who are hobbled, who are not out there. You already don't have Tim Patrick. Jerry Judy might, might, might play. You know what I mean? But who knows? And then at the end of the day, you got Courtland Sutton, who he's cool, but he's not an upper echelon receiver as well. So at the end of the day, you know, they're going to need something in that run game. So those are the keys to me. Now we already talked about the offensive line. We know Josh Jacobs and what he does against Denver. He has to continue the dominance. Now, one that's very, very important, but at the end of the day, just overlooked a little bit because of the situations that's going on. I mean, Jimmy just has to be steady. You feel what I'm saying? Jimmy got to be steady. Jimmy can't come out here and look lost and look like, oh shit. Like, you know what I mean? They're coming. It's just too fast for him. He has to be steady this game because we know what Denver does. I mean, we don't even know what this offense is going to look like, you know, come Sunday. This is the crazy thing. We don't know how Josh McDaniels is going to call this game. We have no idea how the team as a whole is going to look, right? We just have an idea of what it is. But at the end of the day, if Jimmy comes out here and he's steady and he gives us a steadier presence than what we've had, Right against that Denver hostile defense, that fast defense. If he slows the ship, steadies the ship, and leads on a methodical drive, we're going to be straight. I'm not looking for Jimmy to come out here and just go bombs the fuck away. You know, I'll come on Sunday. I, that's, that's just not what I think is going to happen. What I think is going to happen is that it's going to be a slow, methodical bleed down the field, bro. We're going to kill you with that run game. We're going to kill you with that play action right over your linebackers, you feel what I'm saying, right in between the safeties, and we're just going to keep it rolling like that because we got too many receivers that can kill you in these 
short to intermediate routes. Like, there's too many receivers on this team that's going to be able to just dice you up with their route running ability. And if you're playing that man coverage that Denver might be playing, because if I'm not mistaken, they got Big Banji out there. They don't want to play that man coverage. It's going to be a long motherfucking day. It's going to be a long day. So Jimmy has to be steady, bro. There's going to be times where they're going to be pressure. There's going to bring. There's going to be times in that game where the run game is going to look stagnant. Number one, Josh McDaniels cannot get away from that. We'll get into that in a little bit. But there's going to be times when the run game is stagnant. He's going to need to right the shit. He's going to need to steady the shit. And that is what I'm looking for on Sunday's game as well. And last but not least, now it's time for Josh McDaniels. And as much you know me on this channel, I have it. You know, I don't really kill Josh McDaniels because I feel he's doing an okay job. I feel he's doing a cool job. But now it's time to nut up or shut up, right? All the things we saw last year, it needs to be corrected as far as situationally. How are we going to handle certain how are we going to handle certain situations, right? Think about this. How many times in half going into half last year where there was some time on the board? There were still some timeouts. How many times did we just forego that and just took a knee and just took it in? That can't happen, right? Time management. How are you going to manage time a little better towards the end of, you know, end of the game, end of the half? That's, you know, that leads into that. Next, right? Second half adjustments, okay? Now, obvious, that might be like, oh, duh, that's the obvious one. Probably, right? But at the end of the day, we're looking. How are you going to adjust in the second half? If you have a lead going into the first half, are you going to maintain the lead? That's the number one thing every Raider fan is asking. How will you maintain a lead, and if you're down, how are you going to adjust? So second half adjustments are going to be looked at, not only with Josh McDaniels, but with Patrick Graham and everybody else. Now it's time for the coaches to nut up or shut up. It's nothing about Ziegler no more. Ziegler has given the pieces. It's a, We've heard this competitive group. Everybody's competing. You've heard all the right things. So now it's time for Josh McDaniels to cook the meal. You feel what I'm saying? It's time for him to prepare the meal and the coaching staff to get it right. So all these things, the coaching staff are under eye, too. How are they going to handle the game? We saw how they handled games last year. How did they learn? Now, let's see about that. Now, remember, we are going to do a game recap after the game. So make sure you guys are ready. I, I you know, my instant reaction might be good, might be bad. But at the end of the day, I feel like this team is going to go in there and kick some ass. I do. I feel like this team is going to go in there and kick some ass. And I feel like we are going to win. By six points. I, I feel like six points, six to five points is where I feel like the Raiders are going to win. I usually don't do scores, bro, because at the end of the day, there's ain't no goddamn way to tell the score. So at the end of the day, I say how many points we might win by. I think we can win by five to six points. That is my prediction. So let's see if it comes true. Remember, make sure you hit the like and subscribe button, man. And we're going to be dropping, you know, videos like this before games. We're going to be dropping a recap after. So make sure you hit the notification bell so you don't miss any episodes, man. Make sure you tap on them buttons. And we're going to see y'all next time. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast Raiders Recap on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.